0: So yeah, for me, probably I think the best all-around tool, if you're going to have one tool, it should be a hammer, claw hammer. That's your where, favorite tool. Well, yeah, if, if the thing on the end that you the can claw. put on a nail to pull out a nail. Yeah, so yeah. then you can build something and tear something down with it. Whereas a tool like a crowbar is probably much better right. at pulling nails out of wood, but you can't really hammer.
1: What, about, what about a wrench? Like the tool wrench? The tool logo wrench?
0: Like that band?
1: Yeah. You heard that band?
0: Yeah. What do you think about them? I'd rather not talk about it.
1: We have to talk about <laughs> it. That's the whole point of this whole thing, you know, all right, all right. is we have to talk about Tool today. I'm not really excited about talk about Tool. I
0: don't think Maynard is ever excited to talk about Tool. This is the first band we've done where the singer hates the band that he's in as much as we do.
1: Yeah, when you do any sort of reading about Tool or about Maynard whatsoever, it takes about three seconds of reading to realize that he genuinely seems to hate the fans. Or, I mean, hates the whole thing. I, I, definitely hates the fans.
0: He does not like the band that he's in, and he potentially despises the the people who buy their records.
1: Maybe that's why he stands in the shadows. You know when they, every time they play live, he, he's always standing in the shadows because he wants to pretend he doesn't exist or yeah. something.
0: I read that that was because he was getting in touch with his emotions. Oh, whatever. <laughs> that's
1: uh, whatever. Maybe he just doesn't want to be, a, that's how deeply he doesn't want to be associated with a he band. He
0: probably cries. He's back Not there. because of his emotions. He's just, I'm whoring myself out right now and I would rather you
1: not look at me. He's self filating himself. That's Marilyn Manson. Oh yeah, that's right. Never mind. Wrong band. I remember, I actually have a funny tool story you know the one album cover with a white square looking thing or whatever so when I was in high school that was popular record or whatever people said that it was dudes jerked off on a thing and that was the artwork or something wow This is high school students, man. I think
0: that's supposed to be some spiritual design.
1: Yeah, I think so, so too. It's
0: funny, though, because that story is really typical of...
1: Yes, the fans. That's
0: like the overview of Tool. Yeah. Here's this spiritual thing. Dude, I heard that they just jerked off
1: on something. 100%. Also, everyone is always looking for deeper meaning in everything the Tool does. Every single lyric, every riff, everything, people just analyze... Maybe that's why they haven't put out a record in 200 years. I think
0: that's one reason why Maynard definitely hates this fucking band. He would rather start another band with Tool's guitar tech than
1: make another Tool record. Right. How many side projects does he have now?
0: At least 18.
1: Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> At least two that we know. I mean, a perfect circle for sure. Lucifer, Pusifer, whatever you call it. Pussy Also garbage.
0: Let's spend the rest of this podcast trying to figure out how to pronounce that <laughs> band name.
1: Look it up. <laughs> Pucifer, or pusifer or Pussifer Puskifer 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 It's bad, whatever pusifer. it is Maybe Maynard just hates everything that he does No,
0: I don't think so You know, he doesn't
1: hate making wine It's all he ever wants to talk about
0: I, Okay, so here's the thing I would love to be Maynard's friend To get in on that wine action I bet that wine
1: is Like financially? Good.
0: No, to drink it, man You think it's good? I'm certain He's not the one that's actually fucking doing well, it no. He's got some wine people
1: doing sure, it Sure, sure, sure you think so? I don't know, man. He seems like the kind of guy that, that would, you know. They probably let him have a six square foot section of his own vineyard uh, to. You know. Maynard, what would you like us to do? And they're like, oh, I would like you to do it this. And they're like, cool. And they don't do it. And they tell them that they did it type thing. Why didn't you tell me you have a good Maynard person? I don't know, man. It just came out. <laughs> it just came out. I really have these really good ideas. Anyways, so where do you want to jump off? Okay, this band has put out four albums, dude. Which is crazy if you think about it. You would think that the band has put out 10 or 12 albums or something. There are less than 50
0: tracks in their discography. Total. Yeah, and that's including like interludes. I'm talking like tracks, like track numbers on a disc.
1: Right. Does that include uh, covers, too?
0: I didn't include that box set. Okay. Salival, I think it's called. I didn't include that. Studio albums, and I think even the EP, less than 50 original songs. Yeah. And for real, the last thing I heard was 10,000 Days. I don't know if they put out an album since then or not. That's just straight up lateralis B-sides. That's not even new shit. That all just sounds exactly the same. This band's probably written 35 actual songs.
1: In what, how long have they been a band officially? My whole
0: life, I think. I don't know. Since the 80s. The band's music is intentionally dumb as fuck. It's on purpose stupid. Yes, I know that Danny Carey can play drums good. Sure. But the bass and the guitar... Are okay. Do you remember when the movie School of Rock came out with Jack Black? I don't remember what year that was. Yeah. And I didn't look it up, but I remember reading an article about a real school of rock around that time, whenever it was.
1: Like a rock camp for small children. Oh, yeah, and he played with it. He played drums.
0: I don't know if Danny Carey went to one of
1: them. Oh, he did go to one of them. It's a video of him playing drums and kids playing the other parts. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. But he's playing drums. This article that I read yeah. at this, this real-life rock camp
0: thing, they legit had a ban on Tool because that's all these 12-year-old kids wanted to do was sit around and play this simple, simple music. Right. There's nothing wrong with simple music. Sure. But fucking please stop pretending that it's breaking the laws of what's possible with music or some shit. There's not
1: a secret
0: order that you can listen to these songs in that's going to crack open the fabric of reality
1: like people think. Why do people think that it is so is it for lack of understanding because maybe they're not musicians or don't play and so they listen to Tool and they think that it's this crazy complicated thing. It's because
0: of how high concept it
1: is. It's concept though not reality. I know. It's (laughs) It's like me saying I do these really amazing paintings but it's actually stick figures but somehow people believe that they're amazing paintings.
0: Okay so here is the basic formula for Tool music. You get Danny Carey to play some polyrhythmic thing on the drums that makes Stone Rednecks dizzy. The Fibonacci sequence. It fucks with their head. They're trying to keep track of what's happening and they can't do it because it's not in 4-4. They're high as shit on drugs. Adam and Justin probably take a bunch of fucking mescaline and dick around with their instruments in the studio. Right. Real drony, repetitive, squeaky, squealy type stuff. By this point... Maynard can sing about just any random thought that pops into his head and fans are going to think he's a genius. No matter
1: what. Literally could do anything. They've just been
0: taken so far outside of what they can comprehend. Right. And stick with me here. If you're stupid, you do not understand that there are people who are smarter than you. And if you're stupid and you listen to Tool, you're
1: convinced everyone is dumber than you. I agree. I agree fully. Do you think that Tool fans could handle a band like Mashuga, or would that just be too too much? I don't know, man. You know what I mean? I bet that
0: if you played Dillinger Escape Plan for yeah. Tool fans, oh, there you go. they would probably think that that band sucks.
1: Right, yes. Because it would actually be too complicated and too technical for their yeah. minds to handle. It
0: would not compute.
1: Right, because they think that they can handle over-the-top, crazy, smart music, Right. but then if you actually played them crazy, smart music... The same thing with Mashuga, the band that you
0: brought up. Right. I-, I went to Dillinger Escape Plan because I think that they're not... Not as technical and, you know, maybe more well-known. But yeah, both bands. If you played that shit for Tool fans, I mean, there would be some that would like it just because it's like aggressive sounding, you know? Sure. If you can possibly play guitar or bass, I can teach you any Tool song that you want to know in an afternoon. Not, it's not a problem.
1: Yeah. I want to learn how to play that one. That is that the one the kids play?
0: It's stupid easy to play that. It's not hard. The only thing that's hard is remembering where you're at in the
1: song right? because it's so fucking long. And to make that point again, what you said before, simple isn't bad. We're not mocking the simplicity of it. It's the people that listen to it thinking that they're listening to the second coming of Music Christ.
0: When Tool toured with King Crimson, who, if you don't know, at least the guitar player of Tool is mad in love with Robert Fripp, the guitar player of King Crimson. Mm -hmm. These two bands sound nothing alike. But, uh, you know, people who called Tool a prog band always talk about how...
1: They do get called that. I
0: don't understand that at all. But anyways, Tool toured with King Crimson, and Maynard said on stage, oh, we're really happy to be touring with them. And he said, it's like Lenny Kravitz playing with Led Zeppelin or Britney Spears on stage with Debbie Gibson. So... What? I think my band is like Lenny Kravitz and Britney Spears compared to the legit versions of the things that they're trying to Well, he's at least honest. You know, I'll give him that.
1: But why do his fans overlook all of these comments or something like that? No, 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 no. no. do Do you not think they acknowledge the fact that this is actually what he's saying? Like, basically, don't listen to my band, listen to King Crimson. Every
0: Tool fan thinks they're not one of the bad ones.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: There are two kinds of Tool fan. A shitty Tool fan. Yep and then a shitty Tool fan who thinks they're not a shitty Tool fan. Yeah. Because everyone else shuts the fuck up. Even if it's a guilty pleasure, you do legit enjoy listening to this band, you know not to fucking talk about it, because everyone's going to think you're one of these meth-smoking rednecks driving around with a Tool sticker on their fucked-up pickup truck.
1: Yeah. Kind of like Dave Matthews band. Well, minus the meth head right next. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just a whole nother different. It's like bros.
0: For sure. In college, you get stoned in college and think you've unlocked the secrets of the universe and you happen to do it while you were at this band's concert.
1: Right. Well, in my age bracket, I actually think in college you were either a Dave Matthews fan or a Tool fan.
0: What would you pick?
1: I don't know, dude. Death?
0: Well, yeah, I guess you've either got to be one or the other in order to blank. And depending upon what that blank is. Right,
1: yes. And as for Maynard's lyrics,
0: I'm just not that interested in listening to someone struggle with God. I don't really care if you have Jesus issues. You're supposed to figure that shit out in college.
1: He knows the pieces fit.
0: I think Maynard seems like the kind of dude who walks into a room, looks around, and thinks to himself, okay, cool, I'm definitely the smartest person in this room.
1: As long as I'm the smartest person in this room, we're good. Do you think he immediately sizes up everyone to think if they recognize him? I don't no. think it's
0: about fame for him. I think it's just straight up about intelligence. Like, he just thinks he's smart as fuck.
1: No, I wasn't saying from a fame standpoint. I am saying from, like, a do you think he just tries to avoid at all costs bumping into Tool fans or fans of his in general.
0: I'm going to go with fuck yes on that. Say he
1: walks into a bar and immediately sees somebody with a Tool shirt on and he goes, oh, I'm out.
0: I don't see Maynard ever walking into a bar unless he fucking owns that bar and there's a security guard at the front. I don't see him ever putting himself in a position where he's got to fraternize with Fans of Tool. I don't like anything, anything where the fans are this obsessive. Right right before we hit record, we were talking about the Rick and Morty thing. We're recording this right after the Szechuan sauce thing happened with McDonald's.
1: I think it is the perfect parallel in that people are relating to a character, or they're relating to Maynard, what they think. I watched so many videos of people watching Rick and Morty thinking or identifying as being this really smart person that's just misunderstood or something. I'm an asshole because I'm so smart, just like Rick and Rick and Morty. It's like, no, dude, you're just the fucking asshole. And the same thing with Maynard. I love Tool, I relate to it because it's smart, and I'm smart, and nobody else gets it. People that don't like Tool just don't get it because you're not smart enough to get it. That is the Tool fan. Yeah. That's. I'm sorry, I don't like 13-minute songs.
0: <laughs> I think a lot of what you're saying here is something that is everywhere. Everywhere you look, and what it really boils down to is everyone feels like they're different.
1: Obsessive need for uniqueness.
0: Like yeah. they're an individual, and yeah. that is awesome. You're allowed to do that, but here's the thing. The shit you like and the shit you don't like is not what makes you an individual. That's correct. If you love Rick and Morty or if you love reading Carl Jung or if you love Neil deGrasse Tyson, you get super in to nuclear physics. That's not you. So if someone comes along and doesn't like something that you like and that's right. a deal breaker for you, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. You're not a good person and you're never going to be able to relate to anyone on any sort of meaningful level. Holy fuck. Are we just doing therapy for yes. people right well, now? Or? Yes,
1: I agree. hundred percent. And we've talked about this outside <laughs> the podcast extensively, <laughs> but I do think uh, tool is an example of a band who creates and, and probably not, not on purpose, but no doubt their fans fall into this category deeply fall into this idea that by liking tool, it makes them somehow unique in some way or puts them in a different category as other people. That is very, very true for Tool fans.
0: It is inherently not the case because I can't imagine when the last time Tool played a concert in America was that that concert wasn't sold out. When was the last time you were standing in a room watching Tool play on a stage and there weren't thousands and thousands of people around you? Do you still feel special? Do you still feel like you are super smart for understanding something or do you think that your understanding of this thing is somehow more complete or better or more insightful than the thousands of people around you? If so, again, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. And And you're not unique. (laughs) This is Mark
1: Mosley talking.
0: Uh, By this time, you probably have a good idea whether you agree with us or not.
1: And if you don't like the podcast, that's completely fine. Everyone needs a moronic friend.
0: Either way, we don't really care. We just like to get discussions going around all these topics, you know. If you're a fan of me, Tyler,
1: do us a favor. Go ahead and share this episode. Yeah, tweet about it. Post it on your Facebook. Actually, the thing I think you should do, click the little share button on whatever phone you have send it to someone that you know likes the band of the episode that you're currently listening to. It is most important (laughs) thing... That you know where your friends stand with these things. And the only way to know that is you send them this episode. You wait for the fallout to happen. Right. Then go to
0: YFBSpod.com. You can get stickers, buttons, shirts. By the time you're hearing this, there's no telling what will be in the store. Just get something. Yeah. Make sure if it's a sticker, like put it on your car. On the passenger side window facing in. After that friend doesn't even acknowledge that you sent them the episode, but they definitely listen to it. No way to resist it. It's kind of awkward the next time you see them. Sure. Especially when you're wearing a Your Favorite Band Sucks t-shirt, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You'll like it. I'm trying, I'm trying a new catchphrase out.
1: Hey, you'll like it. You'll
0: like it. Mark says you'll like it.
1: <laughs> I want to read that Reddit post. Oh, yeah. You found a really good Reddit post. Some some high-quality content. From a typical Tool fan, would you say? I would say this is
0: absolutely... This is the definition of a Tool fan right here. Okay, this is a Reddit
1: post. I'm not going to read the username. <laughs> We're not doxing this person.
0: Like I said before, if you are the person who wrote this post and you feel like I'm making fun of you, I totally am. Absolutely. But please understand... This band isn't as good as you think it is. Right. And if you like it, regardless of me making fun of it, that's fine. But if me making fun of it makes you feel bad, then I think you like this band for the wrong reasons. Right. Okay, the title of the post is, With Tool being my favorite band, finding new music is difficult. (laughs) Already. I can't find anything that comes close to their style. Now, I am not going to sit here and say that no other band is nearly as good as Tool, because that is obviously a matter of opinion. But let me be frank here. for me. I honestly don't believe another band has music that compares in quality. Okay. Maybe other ways, but not in quality. What is... Perhaps running length.
1: Well, I was going
0: to... It's gotten to a point where I have been trying to branch out to try new music. I've always listened to alternative slash grunge slash metal, mostly from the 90s era. This list of examples is fucking mind-blowing. I'm ready. Metallica, Alice in Chains, System of a Down, Audio Slave, Soundgarden, Stone Temple Pilots, Pearl Jam, Deftones, Led Zeppelin, etc. What the fuck is Led Zeppelin doing in that list? The... Do you know why
1: Led Zeppelin's in that list? I can tell you why. Because they were trying to make a point of my variety of bands I listen to, would be my guess. It's
0: so much simpler than that. What is it?
1: Tool has covered a Led Zeppelin song. Oh, right, 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 right. Yes, that is actually the easiest answer and probably true. You're right. But for literally the past
0: half year, 95% of my listening is to Tool. Wow. But for literally the past half year, dude, just fucking say six months. Yeah. For the past six months, done. 95% of my listening is to Tool. Passive voice, not cool. You gotta take a writing class or something. (laughs) Uh.
1: But they're so smart.
0: Every once in a while, I will get sick of it and go for another band, but I soon come back. Wow. Over the past few days, I have seriously attempted to find bands like Tool. I tried Opeth, but the screaming vocals of the few songs I heard put me off. I googled bands like Tool. Dude, that was a good second move. And the list that came up simply did not sound at all like them. So I'm pretty sure I am into this genre, progressive metal, but I have yet to find a band that hits my sweet spot. Sir, again, if you were listening to this, you are not into the genre, progressive metal. Yeah. You are not. Uh, I'm fucking not either. I'm not not being an elitist here, but (laughs) Tool is not progressive metal. No. I guess I didn't know why I started this thread at the beginning, but it would not hurt to ask for some recommendations. I will seriously attempt to listen to your suggestions. Yeah. I'm, g- I'm going to try to listen to you when you talk to me. Right. But it's going to be hard because <laughs> yes. I'm so fucking smart. God damn. I don't know. Maybe I will become obsessed with a new band. Thanks in advance. The first recommendations that this one person recommends him, Porcupine Tree, uh-huh. which is actually probably a good recommendation. That's sure. some, some shit that a Tool fan might like. Sure. Porcupine Tree, Nine Inch Nails, and Radiohead. Oh my what God. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Yeah.
1: Like it's really, Ugh, I don't even know where to start. It it does, in in my opinion, show you the mindset typical tool fan that, whether they realize it or not, thinks that they're superior or their taste is superior or something. Or the real kicker for me is how all tool fans know this. They are aware of
0: this idea of how shitty Tool fans are. And they all think they're not one of them. Every one of them. The song Hooker with a Penis is explicitly about how stupid Tool fans are. Maynard wasn't like, I had a bad experience with one Tool fan.
1: So what if it's this, Tool fans, hate themselves so much, but their way of not ha- hating themselves is to believe that they're smart. They believe that they're smart because they listen to Tool. Maynard hating on them because they're actual idiots, it just kind of completes the circle.
0: I don't know. I feel like I'm in an algebra class based on that sentence. Yeah, I don't just, even like, know. I it. don't understand it. Maybe, <laughs> I'm, maybe I'm too stupid.
1: Dude, you're obviously not a Tool fan.
0: Maynard has called Tool fans insufferable retards in an interview.
1: Insufferable retards. And
0: to be fair, he later said he was taken out of context, but unless the beginning of that sentence was, it's not like I think all Tool fans are insufferable retards and they cut off the first part, there's really no context that makes the meaning of that different.
1: Yeah. Where does that there's no sentence that fits into the, that changes the outcome. You don't get to insufferable right. retards with right.
0: context that makes it not mean that.
1: Yeah. By the way, not cool, dude. Don't and, don't use the word.
0: I think he obviously got sick of his stupid fans thinking he was a genius, though you know, people hear his lyrics and understand them and think that they're super smart. Yeah. I mean, that's
1: gotta be so annoying. I can't imagine what that would be like. I just saw them not that long ago. When I got suckered into going to a tool show. I remember him saying at one point, I'm, I'm gonna misquote him. This is He said something like, uh, we're basically here to offend you. I just think it's odd that a grown man Dude, you're fucking in your 50s. You're not a teenager. That
0: reminds me of something that I heard. I remember hearing this at least 10 years ago, and it's so ridiculous is the only reason I remember it. That band, Papa Roach. Yeah. They were on Warped Tour or some outdoor concert. Kobe Dick, the singer of Papa Roach, you talk in between a song, do a little stage banter. He's like, how many people out there hate their family? Raise your hand if you hate your family. I know I do.
1: And then they kicked into whatever fucking song they were going to play. Next. Oh my God. It's so bad. What I just fuck? I just can't wrap my head around that. It's so stupid. Oh my <laughs> god. It's the, it's the same thing though Like who stands on stage and goes We're here to offend you We're here to say things that are offensive Yeah, edgelord Exactly Look how edgy and fucking dangerous I am We're here to offend you uh, How about you just fucking play? I've been talking about for a long time He's just sick of all this
0: bullshit The last Tool record There's a lyric where Maynard literally sings damn shit the bed It's like Try to read something intelligent into this one You fucking asshole Try to make me a genius now You just
1: don't get it dude It's so heady like way above your pay grade right it's so so cool it's just really cool
0: man i bet if the tool fan
1: community ever hears this yeah there will be a point by point Rebuttal. Every word we've said, well, thank God you've said more offensive shit than I have. They're going to ruin my notifications.
0: <laughs> so I, I do have to admit something. On paper, I love the idea of this band because it has essentially been a practical joke on their fans from the very beginning. And that's hilarious. I fucking love that. But... I'm not going to sit around and listen to this shit just because I think what they're doing is funny. That's where it breaks down. And it also breaks down with then I would just be sitting here telling you how I'm a fan of that band, but I'm not one of the dumb ones because I get what they're doing. (laughs) Then you It's just a joke. It's just a joke on me, dude. You don't get it. You're too (laughs) stupid to understand that I'm smart enough to understand that they're making fun of me. And I like that.
1: Dude, the whole fucking band was a giant social experiment to see if we could convince people that what we were doing was cool. And
0: again, they set this up from the beginning, the very first demo tape, had that wrench logo that looks like a dick and ball. So it's not like this band later realized that they had named themselves something that means dick. They knew from the beginning that they were naming their band something where if and when they got fans who would go on to wear their merchandise, their fans would be walking around with a label on themselves, letting the world know, hello, I'm a tool. I'm a fucking tool. Yeah. And there are fans who think that it's hilarious.
1: Yeah. What a fucking thing, dude.
0: But then they're going to break it down to you, man. Like, you don't even know you're a tool. You're a tool of society. You're a tool of government. You're a tool of Western civilization. You're a tool of capitalism. Bro, what if I'm the man? You're the man, bro. I am the man. I know I'm the man. Calm the fuck down. Seriously.
1: Armchair philosophers unite under the tool banner.
0: I don't know if Tool thought there was a better case scenario than what they ended up with. I don't know if they realized the Catch-22 they'd put themselves in. Mm-hmm. I think that they maybe thought there were people who would get it and would think it was smart. It's like it got
1: too far. swallowed too hard. Got like too they, they took yeah. the
0: bait too hard. Yeah. If this band thinks their fans are so stupid— then maybe that's a really strong argument for why you shouldn't mix Jungian theories of consciousness and spiritual alchemy with bonehead guitar riffs and name all the songs immature, gross-out things, like Stink Fist. Yeah, I get it. You're playing with the duality of high art and lowbrow humor. Okay, but this is what happens, guys. This is what (laughs) you end up with, and you're clearly not happy about it.
1: I will say, going to see 2 live if you do drugs is fantastic. Visually speaking. This
0: is the only band where when you talk shit about them, when someone goes, oh yeah, well, have you seen them live? Yeah. Dude, you're right. That's a good fucking point. Because if I took acid and went and looked at a bunch of Alex Gray paintings that were blown up to 75 feet high on a backdrop, you're goddamn right I would think I was having a spiritual experience. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But also, I can do that in my bathroom. Yeah. By the way, I have fucking taken drugs I have taken a lot of fucking drugs You're on drugs now I'm probably on drugs right now, who can say But I would never be like, oh yeah, you just don't understand anything Because you haven't taken as many drugs as I have You haven't (laughs) eaten as much acid as me So there's just no way you're ever gonna get on my level, bro Get on my level. Eat more acid, bro. And I fully understand that if the Tool concert is the only setting where certain people have done that, or the first setting where certain people have done that, that's gonna stick with you. I get it. That is the most valid explanation I have heard For why tool is what it is. People do these things proven to lead to spiritual experiences. I can't remember the name of the study where they gave a bunch of people placebos and a bunch of people uh, hallucinogen and put them in a religious setting. And, you know, everyone who got the hallucinogen had a spiritual epiphany. That's going to happen. So, yeah... When you put people in that situation, it's going to change their fucking lives, sure. and they're going to continue to associate it with that band. But here's the thing. Tool doesn't have a copyright on spiritual experiences. You can just take what you got from it, turn around, and walk the fuck away.
1: That's not what people do. They become obsessive. Jerk-offs.
0: I just remembered that I have a Maynard story that I heard secondhand. I forgot about it until just this second. Really? I don't, I don't have this in my notes, and I can't say who told it to me, Uh uh-huh. but... uh. I'm going to tell it right now. Tell a story. Fuck, no, I can't. I think it was the album Lateralis, Uh okay? Obviously, Tool takes years in between albums. I think it's when Lateralis finally came out, which if you don't know, I'm pretty sure that album's running time is the absolute maximum that can be on a CD. I think it's, like, Uh. right under 80 minutes. So it's just fucking long. And... Tool, I assume, has one of those deals with the label where it's like, I'm doing whatever the fuck I want to do. You don't get to hear it. You don't get to give me notes until it's done. And then I will allow you to listen to it before you put it out as per our contract. So I'm pretty sure that's the kind of arrangement Tool has. So I heard this story uh, from someone who is on the same label as them.
1: Oh, you just know so, so many <laughs> people. Oh, my God. Uh, uh. You're so famous. I'm very well connected. You're famous. That's why I'm sure this podcast
0: will have about 25 <laughs> listeners for the first year of it. Yeah, right. Um, So, someone from this record label tells my friend this story. He is part of the label party that goes over to Maynard's house to hear lateralis for the first time. They don't make a copy of it to send it to the label. It doesn't leave Maynard's house. You've got to come to his house, sit down. We're all going to listen to this together so no one makes a copy of it and leaks it to the internet. uh, That kind of shit. Right. So apparently, there's no... Socializing. Hey, what's up? How are you guys? It's good to see you. None of that. It's just like, come in here. Here's the room. There's where you're going to sit. And then he sits across from them, and I'm told that Maynard has at least one, possibly more than one, hairless cat. Like a yeah. Dr. Evil, hairless cat. And Maynard just sits in this chair across from them with this cat, not talking, presses play, and for the next 80 minutes just looks at them and pets the cat while they are, for the first time anyone has ever heard it, trying to digest this slab of <laughs> nonsense. 80 minutes 80 fucking minutes and, of this and the guy who told my friend the story said he had to pee before they even went in the front door i was gonna add this is the first thing that popped in my head was like you what know what if you need to drink a
1: water or you gotta take a piss or something and
0: you know that Maynard's the type of guy who would flip his shit if this guy uh can you show me where your bathroom is right in the middle of their new genius art <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Art. I forgot about that story until That's, right that now that is
1: pretty funny and stressful dude as you were telling it I w- there's no video for this but as you're telling it my eyes are like getting bigger and my head is sinking down because I'm getting anxiety listening to this story I mean what a ridiculous fucking thing I might have to
0: check with the person who told me that and make sure that and make it's sure okay. it's legit I'm, su- I'm sure it is because I didn't say anyone's name or
1: anything right but I don't know I'll find out now we're fucking putting it in here
0: <laughs> but if your favorite band is Tool
1: your favorite band sucks
0: Thank you for listening to Your Favorite Band Sucks. We still need you boys and girls to review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. I can see the damn download numbers. I know you're listening. The reason we want those reviews is because that lets other people looking for a new podcast see, hey, this is something that other people are listening to, so maybe I should give it a chance. Big thank you to everyone who's already given us a review. Extra special thanks to everyone who shared an episode of the podcast anywhere on the internet. That was fun, right? Okay, after recording this episode, Mark and I were shown an Instagram post from Maynard about the wine he makes. It's a picture of him holding a piece of cooked bacon over a vat of wine and giving the middle finger to the camera. The caption reads, someone asked if our wines were vegan. To my horror, I realized they were, in fact, vegan, so I fixed them. Hashtag bacon is life. Then he tags a bunch of Instagram usernames and in parentheses at the end is written, hey, offended vegans, we just let you know in our own sarcastic way that our wines are fucking vegan. The bacon never touched the wine. Hashtag boo boo hugs. That pretty much speaks for itself, right? Next week on the podcast, we are shitting on Interpol, which you may think is pointless because they're so clearly a band that brings no value into the world, and you're right. But also, I think it's safe to say that Mark and I are now professionals, and we can take even the most boring, uninteresting band and use them to make a funny episode. Which is also why you should be subscribed to this podcast if you are